Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Um, so today, me and Izzy are going to be sharing on um, togetherness in the body um, and how we can all play our part. Um, so first, I just want to read um, from 1 Corinthians 12, if you could turn there, because we'll be referring to this quite, quite a lot. Um, thank you. So we'll start from verse 12. Um, And it says this, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we all have been baptised into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honourable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen while the more honourable parts do not require the same special care. (coughs) So God has put the body together such that extra honour and care can be given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members can care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffers with it. If one part is honoured, all the parts (coughs) are glad. That's, that's everything from me. So is he going to take over here? <laughs> okay, so although this verse describes what our actual, what a physical body should look like, what Paul's meaning here is actually what the body of Christ should look like, what the church should look like. Um, it, he's telling us that actually our body, the body of Christ needs lots and lots of different parts for it to function, for it to work together. Now, some of you might have already spotted, I have got a very plain friend at the minute at the front who's going to help us to demonstrate this. So this is Mr. Potato Head, for any of you who hasn't seen him before, but this is Mr. Potato Head without any parts. This is a body... So representing the church, really. The body that has no parts. There are no parts being played. It's just the building. Now, could I have a volunteer, somebody on the carpet, who'd be willing to come and put some eyes on the body? Eddie Jones, come and have a look. You've got to give it a good push because it's a little bit stiff. There you go. There we go. Pop him just there for me in the eye hole. There we go. Brilliant. So, there we go. Now our body has eyes on it. Now we all know that our eyes are important. Our eyes are a really important part of our body, especially those of us like me who have bad eyesight. You know that your eyes are really, really important for you to see. If I don't have my glasses on, I wouldn't be able to see anything that is going on right now. So our eyes are very, very important. But if, like Mr Potato Head, we only have eyes on our body, if there is only one part being filled on our body, then the body won't function. Now, could I have another volunteer? Now, I would like you to see... Jensen, would you like to have a go? So I'm going to move the water out of the way. I want you to try and balance Mr. Vitae's head on this table. The body is going to try and function with only one part. So can you try and balance him, see what happens? Let go. Oh, my goodness. Quite dramatic. 
the back has fallen off. We've lost a part in the process. <laughs> so when our body only functions with one part, when we only have one part in our body, it doesn't work. If we had 200 worship leaders, we'd have a beautiful song, but we'd have no one to do anything else. The body wouldn't function. It would break. So now, could I have... I need four or five more volunteers to come and have a go. Have one, two, three, four, one more. Elijah, you want to have a go? Five. Come and put some more parts on Mr. Potato's head. So can we put a mouth on him? Just here for me. So we've got mouth now. Give it a big press. There we go. Fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Right. Do you like to do an arm? This one, you've got to really push it. There we go. We've got one arm. Another arm for me. There we go. Super. I'll pop the nose in. Would you like to do the legs? This is, you've got to push it right at the bottom so he can stand up. Super. Now, we have got lots of different parts on Mr Potato Head. He's looking a lot more like himself now, those of you who can see at the front. He's looking a lot more like his smiley self. So now, our body has lots and lots of parts on it. Every part is being filled. So now, when our body tries to function, he can stand. He's, he can stand, he's got eyes to see, he's got arms, he can wave at you, he can smile, he's got a nose to smell. Every part of Mr. Potato Head's body is there. The body can function. Now, um, just like Mr. Potato Head's body, the body of Christ, our church, needs every single part functioning for it to stand. If the legs were missing, the body would roll off the table and it couldn't function. If the arms were missing, he couldn't wave at you, he couldn't do anything. There's a massive part missing. If the nose was missing, he wouldn't be able to smell anything and that would be really difficult. So the church needs all of us to work together and all of us to play our part for it to function as God intended it to. It takes us all serving and all playing our part to build a body. Now, in verse 23, it says that the parts we regard as less honourable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. Now, just like our human bodies, and Mr. Potato Heads, if we, I mean, Mr. Potato Head, we can say he is, he is alive, he's walking. Our, our body has internal parts. We've got stomach, we've got heart, we've got lungs that are all working behind the scenes to help our body grow and to help our body function. Now, just like that, our church has lots of parts happening that we can't always see. And they are all working together. And um, sometimes those parts we don't see really at all. We don't know that they're happening. But it doesn't mean that inside Mr Potato Head, he doesn't still have a brain that's telling him what to do. He's got a stomach that's helping him eat. He's got a heart that's helping him to breathe. Um, And we have some amazing people in this church who do lots and lots of things behind the scenes that we don't see. Um, And they are a massive blessing and a massive part of being together and building the body. So loving each other is striving towards that togetherness, no matter what it looks like and no matter what that job is. We need every part of Mr Potato Head to make him function, to make him work. So... Now, I'm going to... I need some volunteers again, but one second. I love your eagerness. Um, so, Izzy has spoken about needing every part of the body for the church to function at its best. So, I've got... I'm going to set a little challenge for you. So, Izzy's going to set this up. Um, and we might need a few add-ups in a second for this. So, yeah, don't... Yeah, you're not going to get our way easy with this. 
Um, so the challenge is, is he going to set up some cones? And I want um, the three, three volunteers that we're going to have, and they're going to have to walk through the cones. However, there is something that will make this a bit harder. So, like we've been talking about the body and how Mr. Potato Head has lots of little different parts, you're going to be blindfolded. And we're going to do this on our own to start off with. So we, we're going to take away one part of the body. We're going to take away the eyes. So, who would like to give this a go? Eddie, you are. You were first, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, would you like to come? And then, yeah, yeah, you want to come? So, we're going to blindfold. So, we're going to walk you. If you get to your cone, so if, if one of you goes over there, and then Eddie, one. you can go over that one. And then, put one down here. if you go Thank to the you. one on the right over there, and then if you go to the one in the middle. So, and then we're going to blindfold fold you. So, yeah, is that right? <laughs> Okay, right, we've got blindfolds. Yes. Super. <laughs> Eddie, Helen, I'm going to go you, over here. Helen, could you blindfold? Blindfold Thank you. it. Ready? <laughs> Eddie's got a strategy. He's going to look underneath. Uh, so, oh. we're not allowed to run, by the way. We're just walking. You've got to let Eddie do it on his own. And obviously, if okay. they start to walk towards you, just okay, Eddie. Yeah, help them. Any yeah. Ah, no, no looking. No looking. <laughs> are, we, are we all blindfolded up? Okay, so when I say go, Eddie, I can see you can see me already. Right? That's <laughs> and we got peeping. Um, we when go. I say go, I want you to walk in and out of the cones ready? and round the end cone and back again without touching the cones. So you ready? Three, two, one, go. <laughs> and then you've got to turn around and go back again. You've got to go round the cones, Eddie. Super oh, well there we done. go. Well done. So, all right, those of you that are blindfolded, you can lift your blindfolds. So that, that was pretty hard. Yeah, Ali, you can, you've finished now. <laughs> I guess you can't hear either. Um, so that was pretty hard, wasn't it? Taking away a part of the body that was really necessary to help with the task made that really hard. Now, I know Eddie did it very well. Well done, Eddie. Um, ruined my point. But um, so... We're going to try that again, but this time, those that were blindfolded, I want you to pick an adult in the room to come and help you. Any adult. And you will be blindfolded again. So pick an adult. Go and, get, go and grab them. Go and grab them. So, again, those that were blindfolded before. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Big decision, big decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the same people that were blindfolded, if you put your blindfolds back down, and this time, the adult that's going to help you, they're allowed to help you through using their eyes to help you through, and they're going to help you complete the course. So, when Eddie's ready again, we'll, we'll go again. So, you ready? Three, two, one, off you go. <laughs> You won, you won. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you won, Eddie. You won. You won. Well done. Well done. That's really good. Well done. Round of applause.
You can come sit back down. Thank you. So we come and sit back down. Now that was really good. Well done. So that was a lot easier when someone was there to help you and the role of the eyes was filled. Um, every part of the body was it not helping you, Eddie? <laughs> was it not? <laughs> um, and it was also good at the end when you succeeded, you could celebrate together <coughs> with the person that helped you. And this is the same in the church. Every one of us um, is in the body here at this time for a reason. To support each other, to stand with each other, encourage each other, pray for each other, um, and just help us all think, see the things that God has for us as, as individuals, but also as a body as a whole. And God has put us in the body not only to grow ourselves, but to build and bless each other. What we have, I can bless Izzy, and what Izzy has can bless me. And it says in verse 13, so if we just go back to there, some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we all have been baptised into one body by one spirit. We all share the same spirit. Because we are all different, we all have different things to bring to the body. And this means that we all need to make sure we're fully in. Um, the body can't function without all of us put together because we've already mentioned that God has placed us here for a, a very important reason. There is no room to count yourself out um, because we need every part of the body to function. Just like we looked at Mr. Potato Head and what we've just done there, it's really important. We need each other. This isn't just a thing that we do on our own. And that is for us individually and also as a body, as, as, ch as a church. And now this is going to sound silly, but it's just like when we go to the gym. So in the gym, we work out our muscles. And just like me, massive arms, really big. Um, and because my arms are so big, I, I, I need my legs to hold me up. Without my legs, I look very strange. So... What I'm trying to say is that each part needs to work together for things to, for us to move forward. Without the legs, I can't move. With my arms, I can do lots of things, but without my legs, I can't move. And together, we support each other, um, and we can move forward together in all the things that God has for us as a church. We've had lots of prophetic words over our, our body, and we all need to play our part in that. Whether that's standing outside in a car park directing cars, whether that's worship leading, whether that's serving tea and coffee, we all play a major part in that. So God has lots of amazing things for us, so we need to be together and take hold of these things to allow God to use um, his glory in his church, and we can express that out to the community. So I think we're going to just pause for a second, and we're just going to watch a video. Um, so... Um, we're just going to finish by um, talking about kind of how we now, we've obviously done a lot about the body and how, um, what that looks like, but how we can express love through our togetherness um, as one church. Um, so we have a snazzy little acronym for you, which is, uh, ironically, love. Um, so for each of those points, we're just going to make four, four points. Um, so the first one out is, is learning. Um, so being in a church... And being part of one body is a massive blessing. Um, with each person um, playing an individual part, there are lots of people that we can learn from. Um, lots of people that excel or, or have um, a lot of knowledge in certain areas, um, which we need to, to take advantage of. If we see someone playing a part that we'd love to try or feel God is calling us to, to become like being, 
then um, we need to take our own responsibility and go to that person. Um, we all, like we've mentioned earlier, the body is out to, to bless one another. Um, and that's a chance for that, for that to, to happen. Um, and, and the same the other way around. If we see someone that um, is looking like they want to get involved, grab them by the hand and start running with them. Yeah. Take them along. Um, and an example of that in my life, personally, um, so when I was, was younger, um, I was baptised in water, and then I wanted to speak in tongues, but I, um, for some reason I, I couldn't. Um, it just wasn't happening. And um, I saw that uh, a man called Caleb Gromweg, um, he's moved away now, but he was um, at the church at the time. And for many Sundays, we would, after the meeting, we'd pray together. He'd encourage me, um, and eventually, as he, he took my hand and he ran with me in that moment, um, I was able to speak in tongues. And that didn't just um, bless him, the fact that we'd both gone through that together and we could celebrate that together, but also that led to a lot of um, blessings from that. I've been able to speak in tongues over people. He's, I'm sure, learnt stuff from me as well. And that's just a, a matter of how the body works, um, from just a simple two people getting together, encouraging each other, praying for each other. Um, and there was so much power in that. Um, so just think if we all did that, how much the Holy Spirit would move in this room. Um, and as I said earlier, simply we're called to invest in others in the church as well. Um, we can get alongside people, lift them up, um, and fill each other with confidence to serve and bless the body. Um, learning from each other is being willing to teach um, one another, and that's a massive part of loving each other and building up the church together. So this is going to... Yes. Um, so another part, the second uh, letter is O, and O is for obedience. Now another part of being together as a body is obedience, and this can sometimes be a little bit uncomfortable. It's not always the easiest um, thing to do. Now for some of us, like to do things in our own specific way, and I know for me, I can be quite stubborn, and I like to be in control of how or when things happen. However, a massive part of being in a church is being obedient to God's call, and being obedient to the word of God, and being obedient to others around you as well. Um, and it's in um, Matthew 16 verse 24, Jesus tells us to deny ourselves, take up his cross, and follow him. And I think a big part of that, of being together in one body, is understanding that actually we are not um, always rooting for what we want to do. We're rooting for what we want to do as a body and what we want to do together. And now, this doesn't mean that God is only going to call us to do things that make us uncomfortable, that we don't want to do, that um, make us feel scared. Because God wants to take what we already know, he wants to take what we're good at, what we're passionate about, and he wants to use that to grow his body. So for me, I know I'm probably never going to be called to be on the car park because I can hardly park my own car, let alone tell other people where to park theirs. <laughs> but I can be obedient to God's call over my life and play the part that God has got for me. And sometimes that might not always be where I feel the most comfortable, but that's where God has called me to be and that's where I'll be in that season. Um, and so sometimes blessing the church and loving one another and being together requires that obedience and doing things outside of our comfort zone. And I can vouch for, and I'm sure many, many other people in this church can, that when we do that and that when we, do, we obey God's call over our life, even if we are out of our comfort zone, even if we are feeling a little bit scared, God blesses the church and he blesses us as well. So the V is vision. So, in 1 Corinthians 1, uh, verse 10. Oh, value. oh, value, sorry, not vision. 
I've got vision on my... There we go. <laughs> Should have checked that. Vision value, we'll go with it. Um, so in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10, it says, I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions in the church, rather be one mind, united in thought and purpose. So, vision and value, this will work the same, so don't worry. Um, so, o- over the years, I've already mentioned this a little bit, we've had many prophetic words over our body. So, that we're going to see wildflowers in the body, um, that we'd reach the towns and villages, that we'd see salvation, and that we'd be a haven of health. They're just some of the ones that, we've, that I can remember, let's be like that. Um, and we really need to take hold of them as a body. Um, because that's, that's what God's given us. Uh, and we need to take it and run with it. Um, so, therefore, just as, as Paul wrote, for the body to move forward, we need all the parts to be playing their part. With clarity, um, without conflict, and to understand where the intended destination is. And God's given us a few of those right there. There is no point in working together if we don't know what we're working towards. If we have no vision, where are we going? Um, my example is, is, is like a football team. Um, if, if we didn't know which way a, a football team was shooting, where, where would they be shooting? They, w- they wouldn't get anywhere. They wouldn't, they wouldn't win. They wouldn't score. Um, and God wants us to do that. So he's put visions and values and prophetic words for things that we can, can try and grab. Um, and love is understanding where we are going and working to support each other to get to that goal as a body. Um, The final point we want to make about togetherness is that being together and working together as one body is a really clear clear expression of God's love. So our final letter, hopefully, is express. (laughs) Um, And we see all the time that this body, we work together. It's an expression of God's love, I think, from everyone who's a part of this body, is that we, we are together. We work together as one body. And togetherness is not something that is necessarily seen all of the time in the world. It's not something that we see day to day in our workplaces, in our schools. Sometimes people are out to to, um, further their own success and their own happiness rather than working together to build a whole body forwards. Um, But in the church, we know that we don't function like that. In 1 Corinthians 1 verse 10... Um, it says that there will be no divisions among us. It says, I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with one another. Let there be no divisions in the church, rather be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. We know that as a church, we operate together, that there are no divisions, we build each other up and we encourage each other in everything that we do to serve, no matter what that is. This means that there's no competitiveness in the body, there's no rivalry, and there's just a complete unity when serving and working as a body. Um, And this is the way that God designed the church to function. It's this selfless laying down of our own agenda and rooting for every part of our church family to grow and to succeed that massively counters what we see day to day in society, and it massively counters... um, 
what the world is telling us to do, but rooting for each other and serving together and making sure that every role in our body is filled and that we are not leaving anyone to do everything, that we are supporting each other, is one of the best ways that we can actually express the love of God to others. Because that doesn't look like what we are told to be like in the world. It looks like community and it looks like a family. Um, So we just want to close by just praying over the church, just praying that um, we would continue to work together as one body to just bless each other, build each other up and bless the community around us so that we are an expression of what God's church is look, does need to look like and what God's church does look like to bless the people around us. Now, Lord, I just want to thank you um, of the blessing that it is to be a part of this body, Lord, a blessing that it is to be a part of your church family. And Lord, I just pray that um, where there is need and where there is lack in our body, Lord, that it will be filled, that every part of our body will be thriving and will be growing to further the church and to grow our body, Lord. I thank you that um, we can work together, Lord, that there is complete unity in this body. And I just pray that as we move forward in these next weeks and years, that we just take hold of the words that you have um, given to this church, Lord. We take hold of the words over ourselves, over the body, and we work together to just further your kingdom, Lord, and to show God's love to the people around us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.